Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Donnie Molly. And happy 2024, everybody. Ding, ding, happy ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I wish we had like confetti, though, you can hear on the <laughs> mic. But um, welcome to the year. We've said this before. It's not officially the new year, but whatever. We'll just go with it. <laughs> um, it let's, is. Let's talk about that for a sec, because yeah. I, I like that. So I was in the shower the other day, you know, some people class 2024 is um, January 1st. Yeah. And I think that's fine. And some people classify it um, what, in March or April. Yeah, I think it's when spring begins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's fine too. <laughs> um, and I think the important thing from from the way I see it is that we honor and respect that there is a solar cycle. Right. There's 365 days in one year and whichever day you want to choose that to be the beginning of, choose it. Like yeah. that's for you to create. And I think there is definitely an energy behind the calendar year. So if you like celebrating January 1st as the start of the new year, celebrate it, go for it. If you like celebrating it, March, whatever, 21st or is it is that what is that the thing? Is that is it because of well, that's when Aries begins? Yeah, and I think spring spring is all about like the rebirth. You know, it's all right. it's, it's about the beginning. Yeah, Aries okay. energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna celebrate. I just I'm gonna celebrate both. Yeah. Happy Why 2024, not? everybody. We're here. This is the new year. Okay, we've arrived. Jeez. The year of the dragon. Yes. Cue sound effects. A fire blowing out of one's mouth. Yeah, the year of the dragon. That's the Chinese year of the dragon. Wow. And the year of eight in numerology, everybody. Which, and if you don't know what your life path number is, <laughs> now this is just a bit of fun, right? This is the way uh, we see it. It's just a bit of fun. This isn't the life path numbers. Numerology it isn't the deep inner work that we're here to talk about. Um, but it is a bit of fun. You just go on Google, put in your date of birth. <laughs> Mine's yeah. eight, and this mm -hmm. year is gonna is the year of eight because it's two plus two plus four. Yeah. So I have a feeling it's gonna be a wicked year for me. Yeah, beautiful. Um, yeah, let's talk about this year. Uh, you know, I think that every year that passes, it's so funny because I feel like growing up, even you know, all in my twenties and things like that. Like every new year, you know, I was never deeply reflecting on any year because I was just, I was in the same bubble doing the same thing. You know, it was, I was, I was not growing in any way. I'm sure I was growing in little ways. Right. But like, I didn't understand what true growth meant. And now with every year, it's like, I can really look back and go, wow, <laughs> here's where I was, here's where I got to, and here's where I'm going. And 2024, um, I really feel like for me is the year where I break out of the old reality that I have, um, been so attached to my entire existence. And I really am stepping into this year 
choosing to choose my own reality. Like I am, I feel that my consciousness has expanded and I really understand on a deeper level because all these concepts, right, that you hear, all this wisdom that, you know, teachers teach you. It's one thing if you hear it and you know it from your mind. And then it's another thing where you really start to embody it, where you really start to understand it. And that one for me has been, we are the creators of a reality. I've heard that for years, right? Like you create your own reality. Your own reality you create. It's like, mm, what does that mean? I don't really get it. I don't really get it. And then it really hit me a few nights ago of like, oh, I've created my own reality. And in my reality, Ellie is always sad. Ellie is always depressed. Ellie is always going through a hard time. Ellie barely makes it through the day because she's always feeling all kinds of stuff. And it's always like everything's jumping on her and she's worried and she's scared and she's panicked and she's this and that. That's been my reality. And because I've been, you know, dealing with sadness and depression since I was a child and it's all I've ever known. And I think being in like my family matrix as well, like there was a lot of sadness in there. I just thought that, well, this is just my life. And this is just the way that I am. And this is what I'm just going to have to deal with for the rest of my existence. And now I've really waken up to, no, it's not. You just choose that for yourself. You choose, it's on autopilot. You know, as soon as I wake up, it's like, oh, here's another day. And here it's going to be hard. And it's going to be sad. And it's going to be all these things. I'm choosing that to be my reality. And now the shift is, because the other day, I told you, selling Danny, the other morning, literally on January 1st, I woke up. And I was like, oh my God, it's all here. I'm so sad, I'm so anxious, I'm depressed. And I walked out of the bedroom, I closed the door and I sat in the living room and I was just processing what was coming up. And as I was opening my heart and I was just bringing love to all these programs that were activated, I heard my soul go, now we choose a different reality. All you have to do is transcend, transform, love all of these programs, all of these programs that have kept you in this reality. Let's alchemize that. And then now what is the actual reality that you want to choose and you want to live in? And I verbally declared out loud, I choose a reality where what exists for me is power and is growth and is love. And that's the reality that I would choose now. And anything that is less than that, I will love you into transcendence. And I will still, and I will constantly come back and anchor into my divinity and anchor into the connectedness because this is the reality that I choose from here on out. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a, a tricky line that we always talk about, like where mastery is, is walking this very thin line in between, okay, well, we need to accept the truth of what's coming up need to accept that all of this is here mm -hmm. but it's also not who i am and it's not true mm -hmm. but if we go to the extreme on the other side so we got one side we've got falling into the victim and falling into the programs and getting lost in all of the suffering which humanity has done for the last ten thousand years or on the other side we've got the spiritual bypass the oh well i'm all love and light and you know everything is going to be perfect and blah 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 and then in between is always this like this happy medium, the the oneness, the I always see it as like the the triangle, the holy trinity, mm -hmm. got the two extremes, and then oneness in between. The thing that unites both polarities. And that's really what we're looking for here. If you just slip off into, well, I only create this powerful reality and 
and you're blind to what it is that's actually coming up, well, then mm -hmm. you're going to stay blind to what you're actually unconsciously mm -hmm. creating. Yep. And same goes for if I just fall into, and this is definitely the side that I've, I've played both sides, but I definitely am more on the side of I'll fall into the programming, I'll fall into the depression, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll want to make sure I'm alchemizing it, but I'm because of that, I'm attached so much to it instead of coming back to this place of divinity. And that's really what this year I'm focusing on um, is just really, I feel like last year I really focused on really finding my power and really seeing and feeling all the different programs that were in there. And now it's like, okay, you know what's in there, Danny. Now connect to your power, connect to your divinity, detach from all of the stuff that's going to keep trying to pull you down and just keep keep going higher and higher and becoming the ways more and more and more. Yeah. And then this is, and this is where it gets tricky, right? A lot of people go, okay, fine. I choose my reality to be this, this, and that. And like love and light and positivity. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, because on just like the programs, if they're not transforming and they're not actually healing, right. You're not bringing them into a higher frequency. They will keep you in the old reality, no matter what you say from your mind. Right. So you got to do the work to transform whatever is keeping you down or low and then constantly and consciously creating organically the new reality that you're choosing to be in. So when I dropped in the other morning and I was bringing love to everything that was showing up, I just felt this shift where I was like, oh, I can do this. Like I can do anything because I can create anything I want because I know how to do the work to get me out of that old world and stepping into this new world. And there's some, I really feel like I have this imprint on my soul that like, yes, do I run avoidance programs? Yes. Yes. Is it painful to feel my shit? And sometimes I don't want to. Yes. Are they, are those programs still existent? Yes. Am I conscious of them? Yes. Do I bring love to them? Yes. And I know that those things will just keep alchemizing the more that I bring my love to it. And then it's this place of like, now it's exciting because I'm in, when I say control, I don't mean a control program, but I'm in control now. Before it was like the programs were so much in control and I was like getting frazzled and lost in all this stuff. And now it's like, mm -mm, I am the driver of the seat. I'm letting my soul come to the forefront. And that's another thing for this year for me too, is stop ignoring my soul. Uh, I think that I've been in a battle with my soul my entire life because I let my mind, because we're all, you know, trapped in our minds and we let our mind be the CEO, which is like really insane. Sometimes I'll like talk to, um, you know, our mentor, Rachel, and she'll just like, look at me. She's like, that's ridiculous. Your mind again, it's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just got lost in my mind again. And just allowing myself to feel without getting lost in the thoughts and getting lost even in the emotions, like really seeing, okay, these are the programs. These are emotional, these are mental programs. Now, what does my soul say? Where's my soul guiding me? You know, and I was reflecting a lot on this entire year and like my entire life where I felt my soul telling me go right and I would go left. Cause like my mind was like, well, that doesn't make sense. And why would you do that? And now the shift is in when my soul tells me to go right and my mind tries to take me left. Oh, that's my mind. Let me follow my soul. And so that's a big thing for me this year is to really let my soul guide me and to lead the way and not my mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the um, big things that I've been integrating since September is learning to trust my intuition. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously that 
that requires getting the hell out of your mind, which is really difficult when, as we've mentioned, we're so addicted to it. And it's been really challenging and it's unearthed so many programs because I get, I get trapped in this loop where I'll think I'll feel some guidance and then I'll go down it and then I'll second guess myself. And then the, the doubt will creep in and then I'll be like, well, how do I know that that was my guidance? And then it will circle me like back around and I end up like back at the beginning. And then I just end up going around in circles questioning like, well, was that my guidance? How do I know that it's my guidance? And then in that questioning, it's like, Danny, you're in your head. <laughs> yeah. Like you're in your head. If you're questioning whether it's your guidance, yes. you're in your head. So get out of it and just keep moving through life. From But it's really hard to do that when it's not really hard to do that that's so this is one of the big things that both ellie and i are working on is um it's not really hard yeah but we tell ourselves so much it's really hard yeah yeah I, I just caught myself then and i'm, I'm proud that i saw that <laughs> we tell ourselves that it, it's really hard and that creates that reality with if we tell if we're telling ourselves we have this belief that it's really hard to follow our intuition it's really hard to get out of our head then it will be really hard. But if we make it very simple, just like Rachel teaches, nope, you just drop into your heart and follow the guidance. All of a sudden it's like, oh, it's that simple. Yeah. Then all the programs come up. Yeah. And I think, I don't want to say it's hard, but what's challenging is you're learning to do the opposite of everything you've ever done, right? Yeah. Which is, yeah. we've always just been mind focused and the minds leading the pack. And now you're telling me the mind should be at the back of the line and your heart should be leading. So that transition is difficult, but when you're doing it and it's happening, it's like, Oh, this is the way that this is the natural way it should be. Right. This is, this is how it's always been. But you know, we live in a world that, you know, tells you the opposite as everything because we live in the upside down world. And one of Rachel's teachings recently in the live membership that was so like, Oh my God, it smacked me in the face. I think it smacked you in the face too of like, she was like, stop saying it's hard. It's not that it's hard. It's just painful. And all of us in the class were like, oh my, because we all do it, right? It's so hard. It's so hard. It's so hard. And it's like, that's what we're creating for ourselves in our path. Like, even when I say things like, oh my God, this is going to take me forever to heal. And I have such a long journey. It's like, you're creating that, sis. Like, why are you doing that? Just do what you got to do. Be in the way of presence and tackle whatever is here and stop adding on to how difficult and how hard and I'm such a, and it's like, oh my God. And it's like, it's one of those moments where I'm like, God damn, like the things that we say and the things that we do. And it's her teaching was so profound and so simple. And so like, oh yeah, it's not hard. It's just painful. But and then without going into the energy of the bypassing of, of being like, oh, everything's easy and everything's fine and i'm yeah. just gonna be positive yeah um because it that's that there's that line that it's so easy to hear that and go oh everything's easy i can just bypass anything that's hard mm -hmm. and it's like well, that's not exactly what we're saying we're saying mm -hmm. like yeah it's difficult but connect to your power and from your power it's just feel the pain mm -hmm. and it's pretty simple yeah it's pretty simple. Yeah. But when all we've learned is to avoid, 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 powerless, 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 that powerlessness perceives it as hard. Yeah. But that's not who we are. 
Right. So as long as we stay attached to the powerlessness and and all the parts that want to avoid and resist, yeah, it's still we're going to keep creating that over and over and over again. Wow, what a huge subtle shift of just going. Mm, it's painful. Yeah, but I can do that. Yes, I can face pain. Yeah, that's what this path is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah it, it, like i could feel that subtle shift too it almost felt like a um a sigh of relief of like oh okay it's not that it's hard it's just painful like you can feel pain ellie and you know what to do when the pain comes and yeah it was just it it's just it's yeah it's just moments like that where like a piece of the puzzle comes in and it's like oh, okay i got this we can do this rinse and repeat rinse and repeat Stuff comes up, open your heart, alchemize it. Stuff comes up, open your heart, alchemize it. Like you can face it, you can do it. You've been doing it. And, um, I, you know, I think the hardest part, if we can say hard, is like when you first awaken and you're like, oh my God, there's so much here and you don't know what to do, right? But it's like for us, like we know what to do. So let's stop saying that it's hard. Like we got this. And um, yeah, I just love that teaching so much. For me, it just like, really exposed where my mind was so much keeping itself trapped in the powerlessness mm. it just wanted to stay there of like oh it's so hard and for me immediately i could feel this victim that just wanted to like drown in how difficult the journey is and everything that i've chosen oh whoa me is so hard <laughs> and you know it's like yeah it might be a little difficult to feel this pain but you got this. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Please not so. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And when she gave that teaching, I had all these flashbacks of this entire year of how many times you and I were like, this is so hard. Like, this is so hard. And there is victim in that. You know, you look like, and, and that came with a lot of comparing myself to like other people who aren't on the journey or just like vacationing, having a blast, going to all these parties. I'm like, oh, my life is so hard. And it's like, sis, buck up. Okay. You got this. All right. It's challenging because your soul came here for greatness. So why don't you stop looking at the cup half empty and look at that it's half full and do what you need to do. And so it's just these, it's, it's just a moment where it just like ignites my, the fuel, you know, the, the, the light, <laughs> it ignites the fire in me to like get back up and go, all right, we got this. Let's keep trekking. Um, and another thing that she gave in this live membership that was really like, uh, it was, a, it was one of those one liners that like hit me. It's like, she said, the only thing that matters is your vibrational frequency. And that was another thing that like really like was profound for me too, of like, how much do I choose to vibrate a low frequencies, you know, especially when we're talking about how difficult this journey is or when I'm the victim or like, woe is me. And like, you know, my life is so hard and all this stuff. And it's like, I keep choosing that. Like, why do I keep choosing that? Like, that's wild. Like humans are so crazy. I look at humans sometimes. I'm like, we're nuts. Like what we choose constantly. We always choose the lesser. We always choose the lower instead of choosing higher. Um, because so we've been brainwashed to do that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, we, right. the whole societal makeup, like however you want to look at this, like whether you believe in, it, it really doesn't matter what, what you believe in is, you know, the powers that, that were or the powers that be or whoever's behind whatnot. You can see that humanity is extremely disempowered. Yeah. Extremely. Mm -hmm. And we are brainwashed. I mean, this isn't something we fully got into in that last podcast about alcohol, but 
I mean, when COVID hit, liquor stores were classed as like, um, what, like essential yeah. places, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what kind of what kind of society do we live in? Where, world do we live? Where like liquor stores are now essential and everything is must close down, but liquor stores must stay open. Yeah, and they're never teaching you how to actually stay healthy. But right? here's this and here's that and take this and take that. It's like what where what? <laughs> what? Yeah. And then we come back to what you said, you know, the only thing that matters is your vibrational frequency. Okay, great. So yeah. now let's start to un- unpack, like, what are all the things that are affecting my vibrational frequency? Yep. Well, we've got the media. Yep. We've got all the content we consume on social media. And that's not to say social media is wrong or bad. Mm-hmm. This is social media, what we're doing right now. So mm-hmm. I'm not by any means saying, oh, social media is bad. My social media on my TikTok and my Instagram is full of people that I really enjoy listening to that raise my vibrational frequency, that expand my awareness, that make me what I like to think a more awakened, enlightened being Mm. by hearing what they have to say and challenging my perspectives and whatnot. So I'm not at all saying like, oh, social media is bad. This is social media. But how are we using it? Mm-hmm. how are you are we are we watching the medium falling into the fear are we are we you know what kind of food are we putting in our body when we go mm-hmm. to a grocery store are we you know are we falling into the brainwashing and the way that they advertise the you know there's so many ways we can start to look at this and then see all these different things are affecting our vibrational frequency and yeah, yeah, and and what are we listening to? You know, what are we watching? You know, all that kind of so what are we consuming literally? Um, you know, like my life before my awakening was I was obsessed with celebrity gossip. Like I was obsessed with pop culture. I was obsessed with all that stuff and like looking back I'm like gosh, like the moment I woke up I was w- w- looking at celebrity news like what Ellie? You know, and it's like that well that, that's where I was at. And now it's like anytime I see those kind of things I'm like oh my god, it's just distractions and ways to like disconnect further and further from yourself. Like when you really look at this entire world, it's just how can we get these people to disconnect from their souls? That's the goal. And let me tell you something, they've done a pretty damn good job, but now um you know, so many of us are waking up and seeing through all the illusions and the delusions and connecting back to the beingness of who and what we are. And that's what's so magical about this incarnation and this existence. And, you know, I'm sure that in the future, there'll be movies about all of this. And I hope I get to watch it wherever I am. Be like, yeah, it was like that. It was pretty nuts. They didn't exaggerate on the details here. Um, but yeah, it, I think- There already are. The Matrix, yeah, Star yeah, yeah, Wars- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The name of the game is how low can we bring these people, you know? And it's like, now we're rising above that, which is like so exciting. Yeah. It's really cool to be a part of. I feel like every month or at least every couple that goes by through doing this work, I can feel my awareness expanding. I can see different things. Um, I'm able to just feel like I see things a lot more clearer in the way that humanity has been brainwashed and it it brings me into a very different place you know we've heard 2024 through a lot of people that are really tapped in um i know rachel's uh, releasing podcasts for all the predictions that she sees and it's going to be an interesting year mm-hmm. 
and I'm really grateful to have this work because I know things are going to come to the surface. Mm -hmm. I know humanity is going to be tested. Um, I mean, we've seen it a lot in the last few years and I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm ready mm -hmm. to move through these tests and to have the light expose more of the truth and to see what happens. And the beautiful thing is that I know that throughout everything that's going to go down, whatever that might be, that because I have this work, I'm going to be able to alchemize the fear that comes up and I'm going to come back to my heart and find the guidance from my soul. And as long as I do that, as Rachel said, you're eternal beings. <laughs> I'm not fully connected to that truth yet. There's aspects of it that have, that have integrated. Yeah. Um, I, I had this experience when I was young of having that realization, but it's so wrapped up in the fear of my, yeah. of me being nothing and this existence being meaningless that it hasn't fully integrated through. And I'm looking forward to having that because I know it's going to completely change the game when I fully like awaken to the fact yeah. that like we're an eternal soul and we're here just having this human experience. Cause I hear that all the time and it, it hits deep, yeah. but it, I've yet to fully live in that truth mm -hmm. all of the time. I'm yet yeah. to fully be connected to that all of the time, um, which I have a feeling through this year of everything that's coming up, um, that's probably we're going to face as a collective that that wound is going to get activated and I will have to work through it. And it's hopefully going to create, connect me back to that, that eight year old kid that was having that awakening and, uh, yeah, it's going to allow me to expand to that place and stay connected there. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. It's so exciting because I know that every passing year, it's just becoming like more expansive. Um, uh, it, it's like I used to have like goals in my life, you know, like like career goals, right? Life goals. And it's like all that stuff is like trash. Like the only quote unquote goal that I have is like just keep doing the work, just keep expanding, just connecting deeper and like, let's see what this, like, what we can experience in this lifetime as we come back home to ourselves, as we connect to our divinity. And um, that's really exciting and really fun and something to, like, constantly look forward to. And I know that, you know, um, I definitely have had so many beautiful moments where it's, like, <sighs> connecting back to your divinity and, like, whether it's gifts, whether it's having, really feeling your soul, like, guiding you is, like, there is no amount of money or fame or yeah. clout or anything that can compare to what that feels like because it is nothing outside of you. And most of humanity has never experienced that, right? And the fact that we get to go on that ride, and everybody has a choice to go on that ride, right? It's whether or not you're going to jump on the truck or not. But those are the moments where it's like, keep going, keep going, sis, because there is so much more of this. And that's yeah it's just so much to look forward to yeah when you have those breakthroughs those moments of clarity uh, of deeper connection it's like whoa this has been yeah. here this whole time mm -hmm. and if this is here how much more is in there you know there's yeah. so much more to discover and you know as rachel says that your healing journey ends but your evolution as a soul that's infinite you keep going yeah. So while you're here as a human, go as far as you can. Go to the yeah. end zone. She she said a quote last night. She said, you can fully heal in this life. You're never done evolving. I was like, let's 
go. Just like infinite beings. Um, the other day, I didn't share this with you, but the other day I was like dropping into my heart space and I was opening and I, I think, and I don't want to say, I think I know that one of my psychic gifts is that I'm just able to see visions. And when I say visions, it's not like uh, premonitions, things like that. It's just like, I just get visions of things like very clear as day. And the other day I was dropping in and in big, bold letters, I got this vision that said level 35. And I was like, what is that about? But like, and intuitively I was like, oh, okay, I'm on level 35, whatever that means, you know? And it's just like, think, but those are like the moments where I'm just like, this is so cool and so fun and so rad and so unexplainable. And to know that like, there is so much more um, to experience. We just got to heal is like everything you see in the movies. Like, you know, I used to, you know, watch Harry Potter and all that stuff. I'm like, hey, man, so be cool if we were like actually magical. It's like, you are. Sure. Yeah. It's funny you say that because you constantly have been saying over the last couple of weeks, I wish there was this measure on, you know, where, where I'm at. And so, I mean, I feel like that's, that was your soul going, Oh, you want, you want a measure? Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool. And like, even today I was doing, I was working with one of our amazing coaches, shout out to Gregoire. If anybody ever wants to work with Gregoire, run uh, to go work with this man. But uh, we were driving, he was guiding me through a healing. And I just had this like really quick faint vision of me walking up to a door, you know? And it's like, it's, it's just, what, it's just those moments where it's like, all right, just keep going, just keep doing it. Like, don't do it because you want the gifts and you want this, you want that. Like, just do it for yourself. Like, do it because you love yourself enough to go on this expansive, beautiful ride of coming back to your divinity. Like that's what keeps me going. Cause all this stuff is cool, but like what's even cooler is like the power, you know? And, and I don't mean that like, Oh, I'm like just coming back to like who I am truly. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Um. So this year focusing on staying in our divinity, finding our yes. power. Um, I'm definitely, I started really working on the way of responsibility <clears throat> last summer mm -hmm. um, after doing, last year we took the introduction to the ways of oneness. It's a digital course that anyone can take right now. Um, that's going to introduce you to what the ways of oneness are, all 20 of them, the different vibrational frequencies. And I did that last year, but it was really hard for me to fully take in all of the teachings and fully understand it because mm -hmm. I still have a lot of he uh, healing to do with the power within. Mm -hmm. And I can look back now and I can really feel that there was a, there was a lot that was blocking me. There was a lot of separation. Mm. A lot all of our programs are like, they keep us in separation from our divinity. Right. Mm -hmm. And the ways of oneness are the opposite of that. They're all included. They're oneness, oneness consciousness, their inclusion. So when I, one thing that I learned is when we as humans have a lot of programs of separation, we, when we hear oneness, when we hear, you know, like the word of God, like all in, encompassing and we're so much in separation, it, it creates like we're separate from what mm -hmm. we truly are. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't fully grasp these ways of oneness truly, because there was so much inside of me that when Rachel would say, I am the way of connection, I would, this part in me was going, I'm not the way of connection. Mm. I'm not worthy. Mm. I'm not worthy. How can I be the way of unconditional love? I'm not even worth loving. Mm. 
like when that is a core belief um and you know that's how my inner child feels i'm still working on that part when that's a core belief it's really hard to integrate you know being oneness consciousness mm -hmm. and so this last year has been working through a lot of the programs really finding my power through the work we offer with the power within to prepare me to just get me to a level where i can actually start absorbing mm -hmm. and learning and integrating what the ways of oneness truly are and i'm still exploring that and uh, i know this is going to be a an amazing journey and this year one of the things that i'm really focusing on is becoming the ways and i know i'm going to be focusing on that probably for the rest of my life but this year more than last year yet yeah, last year it felt like it was for me it was the introduction to the ways of oneness mm -hmm. but i was still really finding the power within mm -hmm. and now it for me this year it's like no this year is about really becoming the ways and i'm excited to do that i'm really excited I'm, i know i'm going to go back and watch the video course back through again and absorb more of the teachings and and really focus on integrating and i've been working hard on becoming the way of responsibility and that doesn't just mean in you know healing my inner child in when i'm triggered it's also like showing up responsible and keeping my house clean i know mm -hmm. i've mentioned this before on a podcast but doing things like that like being responsible with my finances this last year i've been very responsible with my dog that's been one of the big things but all of these things we we can easily be like well that's not spirituality you know spirituality is the love and light stuff being responsible isn't like that isn't what it means to be in a light and being no it is actually it's the first way of oneness because if we can't show up as a mature adult how are we who's you know responsible and looks after their things and looks after their house and looks after their dog and looks after themselves how are we ever going to achieve you know, high levels of oneness consciousness when we're not even, when we're still showing up like a child. Mm -hmm. So it's been huge for me this last, I would say six months, just really working on becoming the way of responsibility as a base to just open the door to be able to come the West, the rest of these incredible ways. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to focus more on the ways of oneness this year. Now I've felt like I find my power a lot more. Beautiful. Where are you at with all of that? Me too. I second that, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're initiate, initiates, initiates. How do you say the initiate, word? Initiates. An initiate, initiate. What? Okay. Initiate, yes. Okay. Initiate yes. Mystical path. Yeah. Of the ways. And yeah, just learning also how to be more responsible in every single facet shape form, learning patience and really surrendering to my path. I've been fighting my path a lot. I think this past year I said many times, I hate this path. I hate this journey because of how painful it's been. And I can just feel a shift like, no, I honor this path and I honor the road that I'm on. And yeah, I, I, I too, um, to become the ways and to really just step into my power more and more. Um, I've spent too many years being powerless and weak and, you know, it's still, it showed up yesterday, you know, uh, through a conversation where I ended the conversation. I was like, wow, I just ran a lot of programs of powerlessness there. And then not judging myself and hating myself for it, but loving myself through it and honoring and staying, being the way of loyalty to my path and just, just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so, um, 
yeah, I wish that for all of you guys at home too, who are listening, you know, whatever you are focusing on this year. Um, I really, really, really hope that it is more growth and more love within truly. Beautiful. All right. Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you can throw a comment or like or subscribe, it really helps us put this on for free. So um, please share it amongst friends. Yeah. Let's spread this message of doing the real work and yeah. what it means to find your power and become the way to want this. Let's yeah. do it. Like 2024, this is the year to do it. If you're going to do it, go big or go home. Yeah. Because this is going to be a big year. I know yeah. Ali and I feel it. A lot of other people feel it that we listen to in this um, in this community. So. I look forward to working with all of you in some capacity, even if it's just you listening on the other end um, through these podcasts. So thank you so much for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.